Welcome to the Sportsnet Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White. Brought to you by Kenny White Sports and the Power Ratings at KennyWhiteSports.com. Folks, you got to go there. You won't be sorry. Trust me. And the Power Ratings are great. And Kenny's here and Mike's here. And (laughs) I'll tell you what, I don't even know what to say about football anymore. I'm just, I'm just, I know that all of these games were, were close and, you know, it went down to the wire and overtime and all that. Uh, but my goodness, uh, I just don't even know what to say other than Joe Burrow has a chance, Kenny, to become the first quarterback ever to win a Heisman, win the national championship and win a Super Bowl. That would be uh, quite amazing. Um, shows you what a great player he is, though, to you know to do those things, uh, and you know to see how LSU fell apart after he left as well. You know right. that that always that always is a telltale sign for me with with coaches and players when they're at a certain certain team and how good they are, and uh, when they leave, if if that organization falls apart, you know you know who it was. So yeah, Joe Burrow's a really solid quarterback, one of the best in the league right now. Just at an early age, so it's going to be fun. And in this league, we've always known the NFL, uh, anybody can beat anybody at any given time. We saw a lot of upsets throughout the entire season, and the, just the shocking thing for me is, you know, uh, when you have Kansas City, and you're laying the you I laid six and a half, and you're up 21-3, and you can't be stopped, I mean, that's just, you're automatic, that's, you know, a bet you seem you're going gonna to win, and it's, it's mind-boggling that they can go from not being stopped to not being able to get a first down. That's what's kind of <laughs> that's what's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, and and, and you know we're going to harken back to this um, once again. I, I I really don't understand what the analytics are saying to these coaches, but Andy Reid, who is an old dude. Should be going old time with his coaching philosophy. Gave up points at the end of the first half, which if they kicked the field goal, and I don't know how many times I said this this year, but if they kicked the field goal, they win the game outright. Yeah. They had faith in their quarterback that he would throw it in the end zone, um, and that's what he needed to do, and he didn't do that, and he made it. Patrick Mullins made a big mistake, and I, I think he took that mistake into halftime, and he brought it out into the second half with him as well, thinking about that mistake he made. And you know, it's very easy if he rolls out, throws a pass incomplete, two seconds on the clock, they they then kick the field goal, and uh, you know they go up twenty four to ten, and they they probably have that enough confidence to to win that football game. Well, so, the the other know. thing that happens is is that now you there Cincinnati's not going for the two-point conversion later on. You know, you're up two scores, you're up 14 points. It changes the complexion of the game. Mike, I know you got to agree with me on this. Well, I just wonder if uh, maybe Andy Reid uh, got rubbed off on by Brandon Staley of the Chargers, huh? We remember <laughs> that game with them where, where the, the Chargers kept going for it on fourth down, should have taken the field goals multiple times, and now here Andy Reid is in the biggest game of the year doing the exact same thing. I agree. I really think when you look at it, though, I, when you when you see how the Chiefs' offense was rolling up to that point, I mean, 
it, there was no doubt they would have put that in the end zone, I think. I think Andy Reid had the 100% full confidence that Mahomes was going to put that ball in the end zone and they were going to basically bury the Bengals right there. I mean, if they score a touchdown there, it's over. Uh, but Mahomes, as Kenny said, made a mistake and made multiple mistakes again in the second half and uh, was never able to bounce back from it. I agree. I agree. So let's talk about the Super Bowl before. I don't even want to spend any time on the crackies, honestly. <laughs> this is just killing me here. The, the the lines look like they're opening up, Kenny, at four to four and a half Rams and 48 uh, to 48 and a half on, on the totals. Is that what you're getting right now? Sure is. Uh, you know, the, the line opened three and a half. Uh, was bet right bet right to four. Um, and, and then and then I did see a little bit of money back on on the uh, Bengals to drop it back to three and a half. But then it went to four. Today, I'm seeing four and a halfs out in the market. So yes. Rams, start, Rams starting to get some love and up to four and a half. You know, I, I think the big thing for me is uh, what's the crowd going to be like? How, is it going to be an all-L.A. crowd? Or <laughs> will Cincinnati be able to buy up at least 30,000 tickets to... Or, or will it be a combination of every team in the in the you know uh, NFL and those fans that are not Ram fans will be rooting for the underdog? Will they all be rooting for Cincinnati? That's kind of hard because you're not a Cincinnati fan, so you won't be rooting as as hard as a Cincinnati Bengal fan would root or as loud. Right. So the Rams may may have a solid home field advantage in this game. Yeah. Well, in my opinion, you know, LA fans of football are pretty fair weather okay they can't they are they they are that but they just got a taste of it in the in the championship game with the 49er fans yelling as loud as they were the ram fans were actually matching uh the 49er fans in the game it was the loudest i've ever heard uh ram fans ever and i think it was because they were trying to show the 49er fans and um, they, they now have to duplicate that for this for this game to be worth something. You're right. I've, I've never given the Rams a high home advantage because they are a crowd that, that arrives late and they leave early and they sit on their hands the entire game. So right. Most NFL teams are two and a half, three points. The Rams I've only given two points to. Um, in this game, I it made my line. I gave them one point not knowing what the crowd would be like. Well, I'm going to tell you, you 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 weren't at the dome in the '90s uh, when the Rams or the late '90s when they won the Super Bowl. Uh, pretty, the dome was ungodly loud. Well, see, but that was St. Louis. That was St. That's Louis. Right. That's right. That's not Los Angeles. <laughs> that's right. That's where they still difference. should be. You know how bitter I am about that, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you are. Yeah, you got a championship team there. That's right. All right. And so still could be. And you know what? Over a five-year period, you know that the Rams in St. Louis over a five-year period were 15 and 65. That's the worst five-year period ever in the history of the NFL, and they averaged 50,000 fans a game during that period. Wow. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, College basketball power ratings. And I just read something the other day where a guy was doing bracketology, and He's talking about Wisconsin with a possibility of a number one seed. Am I missing something here? Where Where are you at with a, a team like Wisconsin and Auburn? Well, Wisconsin, I have number twenty three in the country, so I don't I don't know where 
Yeah. They're coming with that with a number one seat for Wisconsin. Um, I might have to look at their record, I guess, because um, all that's based off record. None of that's based off of how good a team is. Right. You can play the worst schedule in the country and go undefeated. They'll make you a one seed. Um, Wisconsin's 17-3 and three right now, 8-2 and two in the conference. Right. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't see that whatsoever. Uh, they're tied for first with the, with the Illini. Now, the Big Ten Conference is, is right now – the second best conference in, in college basketball so the the talent is there they're they're going to send probably uh eight teams to the ncaa tournament maybe nine uh if iowa gets in and iowa should get in their top 25 team but they have a losing record in conference they're four and six uh so wisconsin number two are tied for first with the illini right now but I still don't see Wisconsin getting a one seed. Just I, I just don't see that happening. Okay, and I don't either. Auburn, what what's your feelings on them right now? I have Auburn number five in the country. Um, very good, very good basketball team. Uh, just a couple points away from me in number two. So I mean, they could move up quickly. Uh, a big win tonight over Alabama would would m- maybe move them up close to the number two team in the country, Villanova. But. Uh, I think they're more got a chance to get upset than move up in the rankings. This is a big game. Uh, Alabama has been uh, not playing as well as they should this year, and uh, it's a revenge spot. Alabama lost at home earlier this year. Throw out all the numbers. This game comes down to the wire, I think. And then uh, I got one more, UCLA. Uh, They've climbed up the AP poll. Uh, Are they climbing in your rankings at all? Yeah, they are, and I think UCLA is a – is a tricky team. Um, they were so good last year right. that I think they started this year out a little bit like, you know, they knew they were good, had not played well. Uh, I don't think they played up to their potential until they played Arizona last week. And, you know, Arizona came in undefeated and they said, you know what, we're going to beat you. And, right. and they did. And uh, that was a great game. Um, I got to update my ratings. I got Johnny Juzang still out. He missed a couple games. Uh, he's a five-point guy. That that pushes them up. They're a top-five basketball team, though. UCLA is very good. All right. We are the Sports Not Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White, brought to you by Kenny White Sports, KennyWhiteSports.com. And, Kenny, can you tell us what is going on with Kenny White Sports today? Yeah, a lot. You know, we've got uh, great information with the site. The power ratings, as you mentioned, the you know the best value in sports. That you get the power ratings every day, the uh, updated projections on every game, and it's been killing. They've been killing the college basketball day in and day out. I mean, I've got people emailing me every morning. Where's the college basketball ratings? Where's the college basketball <laughs> ratings? So it's good. I got people that are wanting them that badly. Um, the uh, site also, we we have several experts, you know, on the site that uh, supply their picks every day. We have an MVP club that's. Uh, for the month, $100 for the month. And uh, um, our customer service guy, Greg uh, Tracker, sends out information every single day, free plays uh, from all the handicappers. And uh, you also get the power ratings uh, with that with that subscription as well. So a lot of cool stuff at the site. Hey, he does a great job, by the way. Greg does a great job. Now, folks, let me tell you what I do with the uh, power ratings. I like to bet a lot of live college basketball, Kenny, and a lot of it, is overs and unders. I have the power ratings right there when I'm getting ready to do that on a nightly basis. It helps out a lot. And I'm up about 30 units right now in live college basketball with about 320 bets. That's not bad, is it? That's a great year. Yeah, that's very, very solid. And uh, yeah, keep keep up the good work, Bob. <laughs> it's your power ratings are helping me, man. No two ways about it. Kenny White Sports 
Bluehost.com. All right, uh, Mike, I'm going to let you touch on this. Uh, On Golden State. Golden State. Yeah, Bob, uh, I I love Golden State. I'm high on them. Kenny, do you think, honestly, when you look around the NBA – I mean, is if Clay Thompson is going to end up being the Clay Thompson we know, which I think it's I, I think it's going to take a little bit of time, but I, I think there's no doubt that he can get back to that point. Do you think Golden State is the best team, and in a best of seven series, do you see them being beaten? It's uh, they, they are uh, right there with Phoenix for me. I've got them rated the same uh, right now, same power rating basically. So I, I think it's those two are the two best teams. Now, I will say that if Brooklyn was able, and this is a huge if, to, yeah. uh, the, you know, with Durant, Kyrie, and uh, Harden, I mean, if they're all healthy and they're all playing together in the supporting cast they have with Griffin and Aldridge and uh, Mills and everybody they have, Brooklyn would end up being the favorite um, in a head-to-head series against those two teams, but only a small favorite. But again, this is a team game, and Golden State and Phoenix play a much better team game than Brooklyn does. So, yeah, I was asked the other day who I bet who I would bet right now to win the NBA Finals, and where there's value, hard to find value in Golden State and Phoenix because everyone knows how good they are, Mike. So the one team I, I selected was Miami, um, out of out of the East. That they're one team that plays great team basketball, yep. and when they've got their full complement of guys on the court, they're awfully good. Uh, and they they were like 14 to one to win it all. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Kenny. I was very high on Miami coming in into this season, especially you know the addition of a guy like Kyle Lowry. Um, I, I agree. There's a lot of value in Miami. The problem with Miami is they just have not been able to have that unit that we thought they were going to have consistently because of injuries and things like that. But yes, Miami is definitely a team to look out for. I agree. Yeah, I like teams that take charges and. Uh... Miami's got several guys that'll take a charge and they just got their their guys are so good defensively that when it comes to playoff time then they're already playing playoff basketball they, they play a half court methodical game so Miami nothing changes when the playoff starts for them they're already in playoff mode that's fantastic yeah. information there Kenny let me ask you a question is there a better defensive player in the league than Draymond Green I don't know. He's he he, he is uh, amazing. How good he is, that's for sure. Uh, I, um, I can't think of I, anybody. I, I, I tell you what, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers have a couple guys that are that are pretty darn good. But uh, um, I, I would, you know, Draymond is an outstanding. He, I love Draymond Green. He he is a great defensive player. So um, I put him right there with anybody in the league. Evan Mobley for for Cleveland. I, I really like what he does. Um, uh, you know, there's a couple guys. Rudy Gobert uh, for, yeah. for for Utah is an outstanding defense player. PJ Tucker, who won a title last year for for Milwaukee, who's on Miami. That's another guy I like with them. But yeah, to Draymond, we'll put Draymond number one. Okay, all right. That's kind of what I thought too. Uh, NHL. You know, I know uh, the season's not over. We've got this this lapse. We're All Star Game coming up, and then we've got the three weeks or, or so that they were going to be in. Uh, uh, at the uh, Olympics, but right now it seems to me that there are three teams that are in the hunt for the President's Trophy, which is for the most points overall in the NHL: Colorado, Florida, and Tampa Bay. Uh, do you see one of those three winning the President's Trophy, Kenny? 
Yeah, I sk- you know, they're they're all, um, you know, s- unbelievable hockey teams, both offensively, defensively, great goaltenders. Uh, the, the year Colorado's having um, is just mind-boggling for me. Oh, well, yeah, they just won 10 in a row. The, the highest, I mean, it's just the highest power-rated team I've had in hockey ever. Wow. Just the way they're playing, you can't... Uh, I mean, I can't make the number high enough. I mean, they're five, six dollars. I've never seen this before. So, you know, the one team I'll go back to that I think, and not just, I'm not a homer, I never have been, but the Vegas Golden Knights have the talent when everybody's healthy to play toe to toe with Colorado. So, uh, there's there's some value there with them. Uh, the the Eastern Conference though is going to be crazy down to the uh, wire because there's so many good teams. Um, and Florida and Tampa right now, obviously the big rivals are, you know, the best two in the, in, in the East. But Boston's still good. Toronto's really good. I think the Rangers are good. Uh, and Carolina. Uh, it's going to be a, the East is going to be, they're both, I think both will be very good battles to the wire. Don't forget the Central Division in the West, which has Colorado, Nashville, Minnesota, and St. Louis. It's a dogfight. And they, yeah. all four of those teams, have more points than anybody in the Pacific Division. That's true. All four do. You're right. Uh, and the Pacific is weak. Other than the Golden Knights, I really don't have anybody else in the division uh, ranked that high. So, you know, uh, Golden Knights really have a bonus being able to play such a weak schedule. Are you a believer in Robin Leonard as a, as a number one goaltender? Yeah, I am. I, I thought uh, he was, uh, when he was at Chicago, I had him highly rated at, at um, when he was on the Blackhawks and when he came to Vegas, I, you know, told everybody, you know, I know you're all all uh, Flurry fans, but Robin Leonard's the better goalie between the two guys. And, um, that may not be completely true now because I think that uh, Flurry kind of played to the level, and then when Leonard came, Leonard made Flurry a better goaltender. He pushed Flurry to be better. And man, Flurry got good, and and I would have kept them both. I would really would have. I would have I said, know. you know what, we're keeping both guys. Yeah. I think they made a mistake by uh, by letting Flurry go. I would have rather lived with him, and brought up a couple young defensemen, and uh, went that direction instead of you know, instead of giving the defensemen money they gave now, who are talented. But man, I'd rather have Flurry at that pace. I think they had their eyes on Eichel back then. I really oh, sure. do. Yeah, they did. There was a lot of discussion about that. That you know, they had their eyes on Eichel. They need that. They needed a guy that could put the put the puck in the net in the power play. Because the Golden Knights, so that's that's been their weakness over the years is the power play. They haven't been a strong power play team. Uh, so they get a guy like Eichel, and if they can score on the power play more consistently, man, they're gonna they're gonna be tough to beat in the playoffs. Oh yeah, they, well, they, and they they've got come back at that time. Yeah, and they got Petrangelo on the point next blue. I mean, come on, uh, he's. Always been very good on the power play. All right. You know what? That ends our show for today. Our podcast, the Sports Not Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White. Don't forget, KennyWhiteSports.com. Go there. Check out the power ratings. You won't be sorry. We'll talk to you next week.